Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Welcome. Hey, how are you? Welcome, welcome. Hiya. I welcomed you. Mm-hmm. Howdy, Hiya. Lisa. Howdy. How's it going? It's going great. Peachy. Because, you know, I'm, I'm in Georgia. Wait, where else? Alrighty. All right. I'm very excited. We've got some fun stories to talk about tonight. And uh, we're, let's just get going. Steve, you ready? Yeah, it's been a while since we've done a Disney news show. So we've got a bunch of Disney news. So we've, uh, and there's some good stuff coming. I've, I'm uh, starting with the, with the small ones. So just so you know, over at the Magic Kingdom, Stitch's Great Escape is going to be closing soon. It's actually open for the holiday seasons, we believe, uh, rumored between December 25th through January 6th. And it sounds like possibly January 6th could be the uh, last day to see Stitch's Great Escape. This is where uh, Alien Encounter, which was awesome, used to be, for those of you. Uh, and then it was Mission to Mars, I believe, before that. But it's a very small space over in uh, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. And it's, you know, because it was uh, Mission Mars. I used to used to be able to go under that attraction when I was a cast member, and you could see all the seats moving up and down. It had, like, a fence under it in, oh, really? in the tunnels. I don't remember that. Yeah, in the tunnels. Anybody able to do it? No. Oh. If, if you were <laughs> just uh, Steve. No, if you were a cast member, you could when you were walking in the tunnels, you could see under that ride and you could see the uh, seats and they had a like a chain or a, a fence around it. Chicken wire type. Yeah, so you couldn't get under it. Um and that also used to be a good ride when you were done riding that ride, you could go um out a door through that attraction down into the tunnels and then get somewhere else pretty quick so you could it was a great way to get in and out of different lands in the park but anyway um so that's not very big but lauren was saying maybe something with there's a rumor of maybe something with a record ralph that's what the rumor is i don't know how true it is because it's it's the problem with that unless there's something else i don't know what they would do there's not a lot of room in that attraction but maybe it's a more virtual reality type experience or something than where they I Don't hope they need. gut that thing and do it all over again. Yeah, it really needs to happen. It's yeah. bad. Yeah, I mean, you can only recycle an attraction so many times before. Yeah. Before you got to just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just retheme yeah. it, give it yeah. a new story. Well, this has been the third round. Mm. So, What were those dates again? So December 25th through January 6th, it's supposedly, oh, wait. Sorry. That's, it's real, right now it's, it was closed oh, and it's reopening it's- during that time for a final bow. I was actually sorry. It's December twenty third through uh, January sixth is when it should be open for its last round. So a couple more days uh, before Christmas as well. So yeah. Okay. All right. I remember when uh, Stitch came in. That was it was exciting then. It was yeah. a long time ago though. All right, Lauren, you're up next. Okay. So we had actually talked uh, about a week ago about, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago, about Cirque du Soleil and how it was closing. Well, they just announced that um, they are going to be recreating a new Cirque du Soleil show just for Disney. It's actually going to um, basically kind of be part of the, the history of animation with Cirque du Soleil storyline. It sounds pretty cool. I'm very curious to see when it's going to reopen. I have a feeling it's going to be a while. 
Um, my guess is, what do you guys think? Maybe a year? Yeah. If not more. You would think they would want to maybe, well, they're going to close it right this end of this year. You would think a year to maybe yeah. redo, redo the stage. Yeah. Because yeah. they built that specifically. But they, have to, they have to cast it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. They're going to try to bring the Disney magic to life basically and bring people back to their childhood with the whole, um, history of the animation. I think it's pretty cool. I'm excited. I'm actually really excited. Cause I, I, I was getting bored with that one. <laughs> well, Lauren, I think and the show was never really very Disney. No, no. And I think it's going to take yeah. off being Disney. Yeah. Well, and, Sharpie, you were kind of hinting to this, but maybe they'll they'll tie this in. We were talking offline last week. Um, you know, since it's based on animation, they could, you know, as new shows come out and, you know, new movies, they could incorporate them in if they wanted to or if they wanted to switch it up. It's, it's pretty right. easy to add, you know, something else to that. Line up well, and, and they've done that. that over the last 20 years. They've added little bits and pieces so I could see that totally happening. And I think Disney overall is looking for a quicker way to get their intellectual property into the parks at a much faster rate than they can with an attraction or just doing a character meet and greet. And I think this is a really big way that they're going to try to do this. I think that's how they're going to accomplish that goal is because, I mean, they can add a new scene to incorporate new Look movies, new songs. Yeah, exactly. So I think that I think that's a big a big motivation for them is to get this uh, opportunity to add new new content in a very quick way. Because if, if you look, I mean, the way how huge of a hit Frozen was, they missed out on such a window with Frozen because it took them so long to get stuff in the parks. Yeah, it's true right. to do that yeah, whole ride. You're right. And and I agree with you. I do think it's definitely because look at the Star Tours ride. They updated the movie for that ride before the actual new movie came out. So you actually saw some of the footage from the new movie on that ride before the, the actual movie came out. So I agree with you, Sharpie. I do think that that's what's going to you're going to see a lot more of that happening. Yeah. Well, I think and it's you, pretty smart, too. And you always thought they would do that with Soren. And I can't remember. There was a couple other things where you're like, yeah, and they can. Oh, Toy Story Midway Mania. Oh, they can put new games in whatever they want. They could put a Christmas themed game in. They can do a Halloween themed game. And you're I like, oh, any of that. I know. And you're <laughs> like, oh, cool. That they can swap out games and add new things whenever they want. And then you always hear that. And then finally with Star Tours, they started to do it. But that's what I thought of with Toy Story Midway Mania. But I, I guess it's, I don't Although know. Although I, I have to say that I was, I, what day was it? It was my last trip. Something new happened in Toy Story Midway Mania. I don't know if I hit something that I had never hit before, mm-hmm. but it was with the little aliens when you you throw the rings over the aliens' heads. Yes. And it opens I up. something new there, and I was like, whoa, wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, the trick on the alien where they're all uh, kind of popping up out of the holes and you throw the rings on them. If you can get all those ring, if you can get a ring on every alien, um, then this robot mouth, Thing opens up and then the more rings you throw into the robot's mouth, you get a ton of points for them. Um, but you and your partner have to work very hard to make sure you get a ring on every alien before they all go down. And then this little special thing opens up and you get a ton of points. 
That's the. I only know two good things in, Maybe in that. Maybe I just got better at it. You could be. <laughs> I only know two two hints for that attraction, and that's the one. But you got to work on it together. That's funny. Lisa, what's next? All right, next one we go to Sharpie. So, huge news. It's been in the news a lot lately. Uh, with Disney buying 20th Century Fox. I mean, holy cow. How much more of the attractions and lands at Universal can Disney <laughs> possibly own? I know. <laughs> it's crazy. $52.4 billion. Uh, and if you t- take a look at the movie catalog uh, that is coming with this and the the executives, uh, I mean, it is just enormous. I mean, Planet of the Apes, Alien, everything that Disney has paid for over the years to include in various attractions, yep. they're now going to own it. More, so, more um, superheroes too. You've got X Men and Fantastic Four and all those guys. Ice Age, Rio, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yep. The Simpsons. Yeah, The Simpsons is. How's a- that going to oh, work wow. out? I didn't realize. Yeah. Same that. thing. Yes, yeah, The oh, Simpsons. Yeah. You know what else? Giggity giggity. Yeah, Family Guy. Family Guy. Family I can guy. get get uh get my picture with Quagmire. Oh God! <laughs> I know that's what everybody wants. Oh. Picture with their own photo with Family it's Guy. Crazy. Yeah, The Simpsons is uh, is awesome. Yeah. Um, well, but they won't do it. I mean, they have the rights over. I'm, you know, I'm sure they've got that same type of thing, which is fine. Yeah. But it's nice with, and I don't even yeah, know the. the in memories. the end, Disney's going to basically own a little piece of everything when it comes to universal 24 buffy the vampire slayer hill street blues mash the mary tyler moore show the shield i mean Mm. what what you really see here is disney is smart well they're hedging their losses (laughs) that they're experiencing right now with espn disney's getting ready to launch their own streaming platform with the purchase of fox they are going to launch a streaming platform that is going to rival anything and everything for the simple fact that they're going to have such an enormous catalog Mm -hmm. that people, people are going to want this because all of this, all of this is out there. This is, this is going to be in Disney's catalog. Uh, So, I mean, it is really, it's really crazy. Sharpie. Didn't they pull all their Disney films from Netflix? Yes. Yeah. So, well, I think I think I, I want to say they're on track to do it in January. Yeah, it's coming so up. It, okay. Yeah, it, it's 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 coming down the pike, uh, and it's it's because and whenever you really look at how most people these days are getting their content, it's on demand. Uh, if you look at how big of a market Redbox has gained with local like kiosk driven DVD rental, uh, even Redbox is going is offering a streaming platform now um they're offering red box on demand so whenever you look at what what's happening in the industry i mean what they're doing is they're making a gigantic media conglomerate i mean the thing to remember with this is it has to pass has to pass uh snuff with regulatory stuff so it, it isn't a done deal yet uh but i mean it's going to be pretty gigantic yeah 
Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Die Hard, Home Alone, Die Night at the Museum. <laughs> I mean, all of that stuff is going. <clears throat> Disney I, can barely fit into the parks what it owns now, which is pretty crazy. I bet yeah, they yeah. could do something with Diary of a Wimpy Kid. They'll go somewhere with that. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean that's a that's a pretty big franchise right now. But none, the, but none of these, but none of these, none of these that oh, you've yeah. said make me think. They make me think great streaming platform to uh, to join as a member, but they don't make me think uh, awesome attraction like the Star Wars purchase or the Muppets or Marvel. I guess there's some superhero characters in there, so that that would those would be good characters in there. My daughters were quite excited about a couple of them. That's good. Yeah, it, okay. it's it's going to be pretty interesting to see what see what they're see what they're going to get up to okay. because that is a gigantic catalog. And I mean, let's just look at the size of that purchase. Uh, one Fox knows that it that it is not ready to lead the industry with a streaming platform for all of its content. Mm-hmm. So selling to Disney makes a whole lot of sense whenever you look at, at what Disney has planned. Uh, but he, here's my thing. Disney owns ESPN and Disney has lagged by several years in really making a successful go of their um, ownership yeah. of all of that athletic content. I know. I mean, whenever you look at, at at some of the largest web browsing categories, sports and 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 fandom, yeah, they're right up there with some of the highest consumer of web content. So, yeah, it's true. It, I think one of the biggest things that's that's going to come with this is is all of the, uh, the 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 content that 21st Century Fox is creating right now and acting as producer on. Uh, cause I mean, if you, if you look at, um, uh, what's, what's the, the show on ABC that's really popular right now. Why uh, can't I think of the name of it? Modern oh, family. Gosh. Um, I don't know. There's a, I'm sure there's a bunch of them. I was surprised. Well, isn't modern family ABC? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that but it's produced by 20th century Fox. So I, I see some controversy there between the squeaky clean Disney image. And Modern yep. Family, and Family Guy, as Steve mentioned. Awesome. There's a there's a a new theme park in the works with all of that mixed in there. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, Sharpie, when I worked at Disney, they yeah, there is. it's called Universal, Steve. Yes, this is true. <laughs> so when I was at Disney, they they purchased Go.com, and they were going to have the largest thing for search engines and content and. It was going to be your homepage. And if you still go to go.com, it goes to Disney. Um, but they never could execute on it. Just like the stuff with their, maybe some of the ESPN and their sports. Um, they just never, and their gaming when they every, it was like, they were always laying off huge amount of amounts of tech people um, and all these big things. So when I heard they were going to do this and, go up against Netflix and Hulu, although they did buy a big chunk of Hulu. Um, yeah, they, I was like, oh my gosh, how are they going to pull this off? Because every time they try to do something, but now they're just buying their way into it and hopefully they'll have the people and the resources uh, as well with those purchases to, to pull this off and maybe it'll succeed. 
All right. Where are we at? All right. I'm going to kind of jump in just so Sharpie doesn't go twice in a row here. So there is, there's a new president in town over at the hall of presidents. Hall of presidents has a new audio animatronic and that is of uh, Donald Trump. This well, let's see. December nineteenth was the reveal, and along with this comes a new film, and he actually voices it himself, as as you would think they should do. Um, so it definitely sounds like him. Whether it looks like him or not is up for debate. As yeah. long as you keep your distance. Yeah, that's and what squint. I was. You look at the close-ups. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of scary. Yeah. I Lisa has it on her monitor and from a distance, it looks good. Close up. It looks really bad. Like, and, and, and I wonder like, cause I'm thinking as I'm looking at these, as she's scrolling through them, like Madame Tussauds wax museum, which I've never been to, but you see these people standing by these and they look so real that it's unbelievable. There are a couple of theories about this. <laughs> of course, the, the internet is having some fun with this. Some people are, are enjoying it. It's Others a field are, day. let's be honest. It's a field day. Um, a lot of references are being made to, uh, a John Voight lookalike. Some references, uh, refer to Biff from, you know, when he does his older Biff in back to the future Two. Oh yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah. um, but, yeah, from a distance, well, you know what, it looks good, but up close. You but. know what the well, look, it's it's interesting because there's there's the theory that they were so sure it would be Hillary that they started to create the Hillary animatronic, and then Trump so. swoops in and wins the election, and they use the same one. I can't. I can't imagine because it kind of looks eyes? like Donald Trump's face face stretched over Hillary's. Yeah, you're it, right. It, it, it kind of does. does. I mean, it's got, I'm gonna be honest. There, it it it's uh, it's a little crazy. If you look up some of the pictures of, um, like Donald Trump, Hall of Presidents, Hillary, you'll probably get some pictures where people have created some very good uh, comparisons. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> But it's 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 interesting, and you know, like it or not, it's a new addition to Hall of Presidents, and he he does the speaking. Um, again, it is a field day on the internet. People are having fun with um, some of the the gestures that he makes, some of the words that he says. Um, but he's he's a part of history now, and he's in there, and he's a Hall of Presidents animatronic now. There you go. Things you aspire to be. Well, hey, you got to stay in the castle. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm complaining about that. So, all right, Sharpie, we're going to go right back to you. So we sorry. are headed over to my favorite park. Where's that? Hollywood Studios. How did you guess? Epcot. Yeah, I have been stalking these two adorable tiger cubs since oh. they were he born. He means stalking. Just for I, I, I've at D- DisneyAnimals.com. 
Uh, I, I've been, been watching them on a very regular basis and they, I, I am, I just, I love baby animals. I mean, I just think they are so, so adorable. Who doesn't love baby animals? One of the <clears throat> cutest things we've ever seen uh, at Disney's Animal Kingdom was a baby, baby rhino running through the the lot. Uh, you can, you could see it from the uh, the train out to Rafiki's Planet Watch, and it was just so adorable because it had this little tiny horn on the front of its head. And you're like, what exactly does a baby rhino do with its with its horn? I don't know. It was just really cute. Uh, anyway, so the <laughs> uh, Sumatran tiger cubs uh, were born, and uh, this is part of the uh, the conservation efforts, uh, like the the um, the species. Uh, sustainability efforts uh, that Disney has in place uh, with the other networks uh, of zoos across the country. So you will find them on the Maharaja Jungle Trek over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, they are definitely the stars of the show these days. Uh, they they were just just released. Now that they're about four months old now, um, Anala and Jetta. Jada or Jetta, I, I, I've heard I've heard it pronounced two different ways. Uh, it's A N A L A and J E D A. Uh, so so pronounce I've heard it pronounced even on even on national news on ABC uh, two different ways. Uh, but it's a, a, there's a boy and a girl, uh, and they are just absolutely adorable. Like I said, they're they're Sumatran tigers, so you'll find them. Um, there's over there's there's fewer than 500 Sumatran tigers left in the wild. Uh, so and this is part of the, the species survival plan uh, with the National Association of Zoos and Aquariums. Uh, so, of course, these are the first tiger cubs ever born uh, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. They are uh, among very few who are born each year. Uh, the the species survival plan is very controlled on how they are how zoos are allowed to breed uh, and how because the, a very big problem with with species survival plans in the past was they did not really control how limited uh, the reproduction was uh, but now they have to make sure that they are coming from from very separate bloodlines and things like that so there's not uh, interbreeding. Uh, but yeah, so they, they've uh, spent three years preparing for the birth of these tigers, and it's just it's just a, a really cool addition uh, to watch them play uh, and watch them swim because tigers love water. Uh, specifically Sumatran tigers really, really do love water. Uh, and if you've never been on the Maharaja Jungle Trek, the ability to get very, very, very close, of course, you're protected by glass, uh, but the ability to get very, very close to the tigers is a really, really, really incredible part of uh the, the, the environment where they live. So it's part of really a cool part of their habitat. Uh, so that they, over the last few months, they've been kind of slowly introducing them into the habitat. Uh, but now they are, they are, they're on full display now. So I'm, I am super, super, super excited. Once again, this is not part of the, uh, Kilimanjaro Safari. This is actually on the Maharaja jungle track. So it's a walking trail. I have uh, never done that. Oh, go do it. Especially now that there are two super cute tiger cubs. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they're oh my gosh, just the the pictures. They're 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 tigers are just such beautiful, beautiful creatures. I I love them. That's that's one one thing I always make sure to do is to spend a little bit of time watching the tigers. Uh, I've posted a few pictures on Instagram uh, over over the last last few months of, of the of the tigers over there. I haven't posted any pictures of the cubs there yet, but we'll definitely definitely be working on that one. So. They're oh, I, I love them. Two tiny, tiny tiger cubs. Yeah, super the, exciting. The videos are super cute. Oh my gosh, they and they're so playful. Mm-hmm. They're little kitties. When it, when it, yeah, exactly. They're like little tiny, little tiny kittens. But they're just their paws are gigantic. You can tell they're little tiny be, kittens that grow up to be like a hundred pounds. Yeah, <laughs> much larger than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're uh I'm I'm really excited, really excited to go see them, and and I really do like how Disney holds off on putting them on display and until the until the family unit has kind of settled out and and everything is kind of normalized, uh, because animals can get very protective uh, of of their cubs, uh, especially in uh, a display environment, uh, because they 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 see they see a threat. So the the animal it, it puts a lot of stress on the animal because they they are driven to protect their cubs, but in in the, in the human world there's nothing to fear because the animals the human animals can't get into the tiger cubs, uh, but but that's it's really cool that they've taken their time to get those out there. But now they're in full display. Uh, another favorite of mine are the baby giraffes. Oh my gosh! Ah, uh, see that I would like to. Those are cute. I love baby giraffes. They're really cute. So, yeah, go see the tiger cubs. Okay. All right, Lauren, you are next. Okay. So, super exciting over in Hollywood Studios. All the construction walls are down on Grand Avenue. And you can actually see what's starting to look like the entrance to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You can actually kind of stand in front of it and take a picture of what, there's like a picture of what it's going to look like. Of course, there's a bunch of cranes behind the wall, but um, it's pretty cool. I'm super excited. I actually kind of saw part of that, but you couldn't tell what it was when I was there last week, but the walls were still up. So I'm excited. It's just a little teaser. Yep. So it's, what is it? 2019. So 2019. Like two years. Less than two years. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a year and a half would be my, my best guess. Yeah. Because you'll have Toy Story coming up in 2018 and then, you know, mid to late 2019, you'll get Star Wars at Disneyland probably first. Because Disneyland will want to... That's the rumor. Yeah, Disneyland, you know, will want to debut something and get some traffic. And and, uh, World is beginning a lot of love, so they'll probably give them first dibs at it for a while. And then they'll do the Disney World one. Okay. Super um, exciting. Mm-hmm. That's just gonna. I can't wait. Yeah, words just don't come to me. I'm so excited. I need to brush up on all my my background, but I'll I'll get there. My girls are watching the movie right now. Hmm. On a couch far, far away. <laughs> all right. No, in a movie theater far, far away. Oh. Oh. Oh, we haven't they're, seen it. They're, they're so don't say anything. Yeah, this don't was their anything. first viewing of it. So, okay. Yeah, everyone oh. hush, hush. 
they were supposed to go Friday night, but we had like four or five inches of snow and they literally sat under the Christmas tree crying like babies because we wouldn't drive them in the snow to the movie theater. Mm. Oh, didn't risk life and limb. I know. I, like legit laying under the Christmas tree crying. Wow. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah, Apparently we, we, that was not true. It's not just a movie. <laughs> it's a way of life. Okay, Steve, you're up next. Oh, um, yeah. So mine is another super quick one. It's just uh, that the Muppet Fountain, remember over at Disney Hollywood Studios, it had been uh, taken down for a while while they were doing some work over there. And also they uh, did some, uh, I guess, rehab work on the Muppet Fountain. But it is back so it doesn't. It wasn't spinning when we were there. Oh, you know how it normally spins. It, yeah, wasn't it used spinning. to spin. That's what happens. A little, a little disappointed. I think the older you get, you start see. I was thinking about this today. It's like the older you get, the more you you remember things and how they used to be, and then they're not that way anymore. And you're like, this used to spin. It doesn't spin anymore. <laughs> Why isn't it spinning? Yeah, anymore? and you're like, I'm a little disappointed because, and it used to be like a penny for a gumball. And you know, and you're then you're showing your age, Steve. And you're like, I yeah. used to get like a lot more ice cream for a buck than I get now for eight bucks or whatever. I don't know. It's like, why is yeah. this ice cream container well, feel like it's filled with air? Cruise line, Steve. You should really go more often. This is true. Yes, you only have to pay seven thousand dollars for the cruise. See, that's yeah. the thing. It's all you remember. You're like, I remember when I used to go on a Disney cruise, and it wasn't seven grand. Mm, yep. Yep. But anyway, yeah, it's always like that. I always, that's the same way with Disney offers because we keep telling people book the Disney vacation package now because they're never going to go, Hey, the next one we're going to put out, going to be, we're going to give you more. <laughs> it's always, it's always slightly it's always less, less. It's all, unless there's like a big turn in the economy, the next offer is slightly less than the offer you could have gotten. So when you know to book, well, book the offer. And not only that, but book this year before pricing goes up in January. Oh, yeah. Someone because was asking If you about don't that. get a good promo next year, which happens a lot, especially for the fall travel, you're getting this year year's pricing and you're saving about 7% overall. So you're still actually getting a discount. So even if you're going in the fall and not getting a deal, by booking before the prices go up in January, you're actually saving about 7% on your overall vacation. Yep. Of course, if a promotion comes out and you get the promo, they're going to up your price to yeah. that pricing, then give you the discount. But you're still going to save more money. Yep. Either way, you win. At least this way, you kind of lock in some a kind minimal of discount. discount. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good strategy. All right. I am next with my story. We've got new magic band colors, new magic band colors. So not too long ago, we added another color to the array that is offered for the magic bands. Um, that was over on black Friday. And what color did they add? Oh, I forget. Is it like a light pink? Wasn't it yeah, black? It was a pink. It was a light. Oh, no. Lauren's got it. It was black on Black Friday. Oh, they added a black. I'm sorry, but they did a, a light pink not too long ago. But really, are yeah. you going to trump my story? But they did have a black one. Nice. Well, you the already pink, did the trump the, story. The pink one actually didn't come out yet. Oh, yeah. it's not out. It's coming in oh. January. Oh, good job. Oh boy. 
All right. So we've got I'm what's on my magic band lingo. Uh-huh. Uh, we have what is called millennial pink. I don't know why it's millennial. Oh, but I it's, don't, uh, is this all for about the millennials? No, I don't uh, want it's, it. It's yeah. probably the whole rose gold theme. Oh. Uh, Let's be honest. The whole rose gold ear and the rose gold clothing. I mean, it is people are like losing their minds over Disney's no, rose gold that's stuff. Real, the magic band is real pink. It's not the rose gold. That rose gold color is very pretty. It's like a peachy pink. Yeah. Oh. So this one is millennial pink. And to me, it's kind of like a dusty rose pink versus the current uh, pink magic band that they offer. That is a very solid bubblegum, almost borderline hot pink. Would you say? Yeah. yeah. I would call, I, w- I would call this Aurora pink. Yeah. Okay. I will go with that. Very Disney-esque. I appreciate that. So now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine colors prior to the additions that I'm talking about. So there were nine, there were eight, and then we added black. So that's nine. Ten would be light pink. And they added another one. Do you know what it is, Steve? Don't look. I don't know. Is it um Steve's c- cheating? Seafoam seafoam green. No. But I did think teal would be one of I the- was thinking like Robinade. Tiffany is is the that's the one. But now now that I've said it, they're gonna take it away. Yeah. That's the one they'll do that no. everybody will want. What? No, it's it's much more basic than that. So what they've done is they've come out with a base on the Magic Band 2 that is brown. Ugh. And with that, they're doing an open edition uh-huh. seven dwarfs mind train with dwarfs all over this brown base. Uh-huh. That's kind of neat. And you can get that as your free magic band? No. Oh, that's a special magic band? The brown you can get. Oh, the brown. Right, but the the brown base is used in the, the new Seven Dwarfs Mind Train okay. edition. Yeah. Okay. Not a limited edition or anything. But what they also came out with is that same overlay on the magic band that goes on a red base. Okay. So anyway, new colors. Millennial pink, kind of a dusty rose pink it's not it's definitely not bright it's a lot more subtle uh maybe for a more mature type not so punk audience and then brown it's a it's a nice deep brown i don't think dusty roads ever wore pink <sighs> dusty i'm not rose. really keen on the brown one it's a lot more it's neutral i give it that you know yeah, they got brown and black for the guys i guess it's not disney-esque yeah, it's not bright and cheerful, but it works. You know, people request the colors. They add, they do all kinds of market research. They want to know what people want, and what they want is what they get. Disney's not stupid, <laughs> usually. <laughs> I mean, on, but honestly, brown? Brown. Yeah, I'm not Who goes, who looks at their, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who looks at their who looks at their magic bands like, yeah, my vacation would have been a lot better if my magic band had been brown. Well, we'll see. Yeah, it, that seems like an odd one. But Black. maybe they just needed some additional colors for families that insist on having one per one color per person, no duplicates. Ugh, I don't know. I'm reaching. I don't know. I'm trying. Okay, we're gonna move on. Lauren, you've got one more for us, and. It's it's shameful. What? What did I do? You know what you've done. What we no. all did. What is it? We missed a very, very, oh. very, very important day. It. I, oh, I can't believe birthday? this. 
Nope. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Wait, we might have missed that too. We missed two really important days. What did we miss? National Cupcake Day was oh. Friday, December 15th. I don't know how I missed it and how I did not get a cupcake. And honestly, Lisa, I think, dropped the ball because I think she should have sent me a cupcake, right? Did I just get thrown under the cupcake bus? You did. Wow. Okay. All right. So when is it exactly so I can put it in my phone? December 15th. All right. As long as you know you're in trouble now. The same day every year. I don't I'm know. I'm getting I'm getting a cupcake shipped to my house December 15th next year, aren't I? <laughs> 14th, just if to you're be lucky. safe. I know. Only if I'm a good girl. If I misbehave, I'm probably not getting that cupcake. All right, hold on. National Cupcake Day. She's adding it to her calendar yes, right I'm now. Yes, I'm adding it you. right now. That's funny. That's it. Not funny. Not funny. Very serious stuff here. Mm-hmm. And I need to remind myself two days, pro- actually one week prior. Yeah, because so you got to order it, it ship yeah. it. Mm. And then I'll double check two days prior just to be sure. You got to make sure you can get it. Remembering things like that. It's not a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. bum bum. All right. So National <laughs> Cupcake Day. Happy National Cupcake Day. Belated. Thank you. Everybody. Thank you. Um, it's a big day. Have I had any cupcakes in the last couple of days? No, but I've certainly had cookies. Cookies and popcorn and brownies. The time of cake. year. The time of year. Oh, my. A friend of ours had a, it's got to be a, a 10, maybe a 12-inch round, one of those, like, four-layer high cakes. It was Santa decorated. You know, it looks like Santa with the red and the white frosting. Mm. And they cut out, like, not even not even an eighth of it. And they said, get it out of my house. So they gave it to us. Nice. Not nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, the, uh, then Amber decided she was going to help uh, cut the slices. And you really need like an inch in, in thickness when it's this size. And she must have cut wedges that were two to three inches. Does that seem normal to her? So we wasted a lot too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So anyway, lots of sweets in the Griswold household. We're gonna have to work on that. Um, but that's it. That's all we have. We did some news. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the show. We're going to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find more of those over at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. Please send all your comments and questions to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.